Welcome to episode 85 of the Transformato Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, we have an amazing show lined up for you. And by the end of it, you will know why Alistair and his wife are chalk and cheese in some aspects, what it means when someone is full of beans, why it's great to be as cool as a cucumber, and our take on the Victoria Beckham Ajo controversy. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today is a very tasty episode because we're going to be teaching you some English through the, yeah, through the idea and concept of food. So I hope that you're not too hungry at the moment because this episode might make you hungry, a little bit at least. And as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. Hi, Daniel. Good morning. How are you doing? Everything okay? Yeah, everything great. Raring to go as usual. <laughs> Full of, oh, no, I was going to say something, but I won't. We'll save it. I was Absolutely. going to use an expression that we're going to come to later. I'm full <laughs> of energy, let's say. You're full of energy. Good, mm. good, good. Yeah. Now, we're going to actually start off with a little story related to you, Alistair, right? And the whole concept of opposites attract, right? When, when, when two people meet and they kind of like, they, I don't know, they fall in love, they often say, oh, they're kind of very two, they're the polar opposites, right? And then you come up with this expression, oh, so it's obviously clear that opposites attract. And in your particular case, Alistair, there's a little bit of a twist, isn't there, in this particular case, because you and your wife have kind of very different characteristics, but special characteristics. So maybe you can explain that to us. Yeah, well, we do actually have a lot in common, of course. So, you know, we are slightly exaggerating. But this is on particular. The particular thing is that neither of us fulfills our national stereotype. In fact, we're almost the opposite. <laughs> I'll explain. So, although, to be honest, this was not necessarily the case when we met at the beginning. This has happened with time, shall we say. Yeah, But anyway, yeah. at this at this moment in time and for a long time, for example, I'm English, so every Spanish person assumes automatically that I must drink tea and love mm. tea and drink 10 cups of it a day. As most, I imagine you like tea, Daniel. I'm assuming that you see. I do, I do, I do. Okay, I, now you yeah, fulfill, you you fulfill is the word, I think, or fit it, the yeah. the British stereotype. Know that we all love tea and drink tea, which is basically true. So stereotypes yeah. are often based on reality. So it's true that most British people do like tea and drink a lot of it. They it do. is our national drink, but I defy, there's a good word, I defy the stereotype. <laughs> or I don't fit the stereotype. So I hate, I've never liked tea and I don't drink tea. I prefer coffee, right. like most yeah. Spanish people. But my wife, who is Spanish, she adores tea, not just tea, English tea. Mm. So we actually buy, you know, from the supermarket here, you can buy English tea. So she drinks, you know, Typhoo or Yorkshire tea <laughs> or... Now, she acquired this. She didn't have this when I met her, to be honest. It's because right. visiting England over the last, whatever, more than 20 years, she, she acquired this habit from England, mm. um, that drinking tea, and now she loves it. So she drinks English tea. She doesn't drink, doesn't really like coffee. Mm. And I like coffee and I don't drink tea. So they're sort of, 
she doesn't fulfill the sort of Spanish stereotype. Well, m- no. more in my case, I suppose, that, you know, I'm English and I don't like tea and don't drink it, but my wife loves it. Yeah. So she's yeah. more English than me in that aspect and in a few others. Um, and in some aspects, she is not very Spanish. So stereotypes of Spanish, especially those connected with food, well, with many things, she doesn't like the heat, the sun, the beach, the swimming pool. <laughs> Taking the aperitivo before lunch. <laughs> it's quite siesta, amazing. It's siesta. Quite amazing, she's right? never had a siesta in life. Well, when she was a child, because here in Spain they force kids to have siestas, whether they like it or not. But yeah. as an adult, she never has a siesta. She doesn't like them. Right. And what else? And I love siestas. I'm well, to, to be honest, to be honest, I'm a little bit like that. My my mm. wife doesn't mm. have any siestas at all, but I do like them. I do. I I mean, to be, to be honest, I always try to keep them a little quite short, like maybe fifteen. I, I have a full on. Oh, hour. do you have a full siesta? Pajamas in wow. bed, yeah, probably. <laughs> pajamas in bed, not on the sofa, you know, in front of the TV. No, no. <laughs> right, right, okay. okay. Proper siesta. No, it's true. Right. Actually, uh, most people, most English people I know here, they're all men. I don't know if that's got anything to do with it. Uh-huh. All love having a siesta. We've no, all got I do. into I do. the. But actually, yeah. most Spanish people I know, and all Spanish women. Now I don't know if it's a male, female. People can let us know in the email if they want. In my yeah. wife's family, none of the females take siestas none of them like siestas they all say it makes them feel bad when they wake up right they don't yeah. feel good they yeah, feel very yeah. confused and you know uh, whereas all the all the men i think we all love siestas so i'm not sure if it's a spanish english a male female thing who knows i don't really who knows, who knows? But, um, it's difficult anyway say, she doesn't like siestas doesn't like the sun the heat the swimming pool the beach um she likes the rain and the cold she likes going to england has no problem with the you know the, the fact that it's yeah. cold or raining in summer because she yeah. hates Madrid with 40 degrees. Well, I think yeah. most people probably do, really. But yeah. what else? For ah, me, and for, food. We didn't yeah. get to the food. which Yeah, is we'll come on to the food in a minute. But yeah. we're just talking about the weather. One yeah. of the things that surprised me when I first came to Spain was this whole idea that when I spoke to quite a few people, they always used to say, well, actually, I really like a rainy day. They used to tell yeah. me that. It's like, oh, you know, like, I really like the those days that are kind of wet, rainy and wet and cold and you stay at home and you watch a film, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, you have this, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas and I we kind as of, English people were trying to escape that. Well, I think it's well, what that's you're true, used to. I think yeah, as we yeah. lived up most of our life and you yeah. in Belgium would pretty similar weather. Yeah, so yeah, many yeah. sort of grey, rainy, depressing, cloudy days, not seeing mm. the sun for weeks. Yeah. You, you sort of become adverse to it and you come to Spain looking for the sun. That's At right. At least initially. Now I've I've gone back. I, I hate the sun. <laughs> After <laughs> so 26 back, years, right. of I've got fed up of it. But at the beginning, it was like, yeah, this is great. You know, it's sunny and it almost never rains. It's fantastic. But I think if you're, it depends where you're from in Spain, of course. If you're from Galicia, you know, it's totally different. But if you're from yeah. Madrid, for example, or the warmer or the Mediterranean, you know, so... People here are used to mo- most of the time being sunny and warm and hot, well, in summer That's at right. least, and That's it doesn't right. rain Absolutely. very often. So I think for yeah. them it's like a novelty, you know, so having a nice so a day to stay in the house and it's raining yeah. they like it if, if they, they had do. it every day they'd soon stop liking it oh no absolutely soon. absolutely two absolutely. weeks of rainy days they might change their mind but yeah so i think it's all yeah. depend what you're used to and you're always you always you always prefer the thing you don't have no that's right the opposite that's right. Yeah. yeah yeah so i think yeah. that's just human nature in, in many is. aspects yeah. But anyway, always, so, ah, I've got. There's an expression there, like it's, the grass is always greener, right? Yeah. On the other side, Great expression. So the like, grass is always greener. Yeah. So they maybe some Spanish people envy our rain in England, which is a yeah. problem in Spain. Obviously, you know, talking seriously, apart from your weather preferences, is large parts of Spain have drought. Good word. 
sequias now. The, yeah. you know, there's no rain. There's no water. This is a problem. And getting right. worse now with the climate change. So maybe yeah. they envy us our water and British people envy Spanish people their sun. You know, yeah. It's always the thing you don't have. <laughs> That's right. That's um, right. Yeah, Absolutely. Or even just, greener. yeah, yeah. In fact, you know, the grass is always greener is actually kind of quite applicable in this particular case because when Spanish people Spanish people go to England, obviously they're kind of astounded, and oh. to, be, to a certain degree, uh, also if they go to the north of Spain, they're astounded Spain, by the greenery. It's of so it, green. You know? It's so green. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, whereas yeah. obviously, not not counting the north of Spain from sort of Madrid down, if you like, is everything sort of brown and. You know, that's right yellow and that's right. so yeah when right. when uh, my wife the first time she went to england it was like oh wow this is amazing it's so green she was yeah. astonished you no know, coming from that's madrid right. so yeah it's the well the great the grass is always green i think is the idea is no it's that you're looking at your neighbor's grass your neighbor's garden and his or her lawn thespied lawn or grass yeah. always seems to be green better than yours no yeah so absolutely. you're always it's like sort of envy and you're always envying what the other person has and think it's better than what you have which is not necessarily the case but it's just the way we see things yeah but there is one thing that we wanted to talk about which is a certain type of food that your wife does like and therefore is you know it shows that she no the opposite that she hates well, no, that's true. That's true. We want yeah. to. Yes, actually, that's true. We but want she to should first like to go to, as a Spanish Yes, that's person. true. That's yeah. true. We want to go there first. Yeah, I first, then, that. then we'll get to the things. She then likes. we'll get to the other thing. Yeah, that's so. Something. My wife, and this is so. According to Victoria Beckham, that many people may remember, the wife of David Beckham, the the posh spice, no, la pija. Yes. When she lived here briefly, a few years, she came. She she said apparently was reported as saying that she didn't like Spain or she didn't like Madrid because it smelt of garlic mm, everywhere and she true. hated that's it. True, yeah. And yeah. she became quite you know famous for this and criticised a lot in the media. Yeah, I heard. Well, the, I heard. I heard this mostly that? from my from my students. Mm. To be honest, they were, yeah. I didn't. Well, you I didn't know anything then, about it. You? I was no, no, that's no, true. That's true. You I came was, after, maybe. I yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So it was early two thousands, I think, when he was here. Yes. Or yes. they were here. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know, most Spanish people were like, oh, that's terrible. Or what's the problem anyway? Because you know, garlic is fantastic. But my wife, being a Spanish, this is where again doesn't fit the stereotype. She hate not just she doesn't like garlic. She hates it with a vengeance. She with can't a vengeance. stand it. So she can't even be in the same room where there is garlic. She can smell it from, I know, a hundred meters away, and she can't right. be near people who've been eating it. You know, in the same <laughs> car or sitting next to them on a bus because she just she got a very good sense of smell. My wife, in all senses, so she can just smell when people have been eating garlic, and right. she can, or people cooking with it or whatever. So, you know, any food in a restaurant comes with garlic, she just has to send it back. In fact, now she started having to tell people that she's allergic, she has an allergy to it, which Ah, is not true. But if you don't say, because if you say you're allergic, people are now very sensitive to allergies in restaurants. And they're very careful. But if not, if you just say, has it got garlic? They go, oh, no, no, it hasn't got garlic. And then it comes and it has to go, well, only a little bit. (laughs) Because to a Spanish person, you know, what is a little to them, to my wife is a mountain of garlic see this so is where this is where i i kind of quite different to the english stereotype because i think a lot of people in england i don't know maybe this is not true or i'm not sure but certainly in england they don't cook so much with garlic but i re- my parents always used to cook a lot with garlic and i really love it yeah, I yeah. no i think they do it. i was surprised by victoria beckham's comments at the time because actually in england I mean, maybe my parents' generation wouldn't have used garlic. That would be considered a strange foreign thing. Yeah. But, you know, when I was growing up, and uh, or at least later when I was an adult at university and after that, 
Yeah, I mean, garlic bread, everyone in England eats garlic oh, bread. Oh, well, that's yeah. true. No, but that's yeah, different. When we were students, I, we, yeah. I mean, that's just tons of garlic on a piece of bread. My wife, oh, no, that's my true, God. yeah. When yeah, we yeah. went to England this summer and were staying in somebody's house and they prepared garlic bread. And my, my God, the look on my wife's face when she saw it was just like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. It's not just a bit of garlic, is it? It's a whole bulb of garlic. No, but that's else. different. I think that's different because a lot of people in England do like garlic bread. But I'm talking about the whole idea of really cooking with garlic. Yeah, but they like curry, you know, India, they like well, Indian that's true. food. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. people, maybe it's a more recent thing. It's not. Yeah. 50, 60 years ago, probably not. But in the last, I don't know, 20, 30 years, I think most British people love, and coming to Spain, they love the food and they eat, you know, and yeah, Spanish yeah. food has a lot of garlic yeah, as yeah. Victoria Beckham. So I think most British people, you may think the stereotype is they they don't like garlic or don't use it, but I think a lot of British people do love garlic mm. and do use, maybe not use it as much in cooking, but they like it. and uh, mm. Which is why I was surprised when Victoria Beckham made that comment, because to mm. me, I was thinking, but in Britain, lot, most people like garlic and eat mm. eat it quite regularly. Or at least don't have any problem with it. So I was surprised when she made that comment. But the strange thing is my wife's probably the only Spanish person who agrees with Victoria Beckham. And thinks, <laughs> just goes, yes, yes, it's disgusting. You can, everywhere smells yeah. of garlic. Well, recently uh, I was actually watching the documentary and she actually said that she never said that. So it was very uh, interesting. That's in fact. interesting. Yeah. So it was misreported. Yeah, because, yeah but, obviously, but obviously it was something that really af- it had an impact on her because clearly it was something that she heard about again and again and again. And I don't know where it came from. And if she didn't no. say it, I don't know where it's it did. Weird come from Where, what, it is yeah. very weird where did it come from if she didn't say it i've got yeah, no idea somebody make it up so well, that's right no? inventarlo sí. yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. Oh, that's weird so she's had this thing following because in spain you say victoria beckham and probably the first thing most people think of is apart from you know married to david beckham and was a spice girl equally as famous is oh she's the one who said we all smell of god I think she said the street smell. Of yeah, garlic. it wasn't people. It was. I, I think that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah the, everywhere yeah. you go in the street, everywhere smells of garlic. That's right. So Which actually, once you become, once you stop, it's a bit like smoking. Actually, I compare it to because because my wife, so I loved garlic and ate a lot of it in England, and used it in my cooking and things. And now, you know, I don't eat it and I don't use it, so I've become almost as sensitive. equally as sensitive. That's the word I'm looking for. Sensitive. Uh, as she is because it's like smoking when you smoke you don't notice the smell of tobacco that's right of course so you to other people who don't smoke you know your hair your clothes your house just reeks reek there's a good reek reek is something has a very very strong smell in a negative way unpleasant yeah like if you have dogs you might say the house reeks of dogs or cats Mm. or Mm. now the person who has the dog is a similar dog smoking they're very strong smells that if you're used to them you don't notice them so a smoker doesn't notice the smell of tobacco but yeah. once they give up smoking, this happened to me when I gave up smoking years ago, then you become hypersensitive and you notice, you know, if someone's been yeah, smoking sure, two seconds sure, sure. in your house and you walk into it three hours later, you're, someone's been smoking in my house, you notice it immediately. <laughs> now, my wife and I've become almost the same. Right. You notice that with garlic. So, I mean, it yeah. is very, it's, it's a bit like tobacco. So when you eat garlic, which most people do, you don't notice it. You no, don't no, smell no, no, it. of course. That's you don't right. smell it on yourself or other people. Or but when you st- once you stop eating it and you don't use it, you really notice it. Uh, yeah, yeah, everywhere. Sure. So clearly, the fact yeah. your your wife's yeah. aversion to garlic has clearly rubbed off on you. It has clearly. rubbed off on me. Well, it's like again, it's like smoking. It's very difficult if you're in a relationship with someone. If you live yeah. with someone, it's very difficult that one smokes and the other doesn't. Well, that's true. B- yeah. Because for the one who doesn't, it smell it's disgusting. No, the other mm. person reeks yeah. of 
their clothes, their hair, their mouth. You know, you don't want to kiss them because they mm. smell of tobacco. Now with garlic, yeah. it's similar. So once she said, you know, I, I cannot eat garlic because my wife doesn't because then she yeah, won't go sure, anywhere absolutely. near me. I have yeah. to sleep on the sofa. <laughs> so sometimes I'll eat something uh, with garlic and I don't even notice because maybe it's not yeah. got that much. Um, my wife yeah. will notice because, yeah, she's super sensitive more than me. And then she right. go, you've been eating garlic? I go, no, I haven't. No, yes, you have. You come here and she makes me, you know, put my, and she go, oh my God, you stink of garlic. You're on the sofa. You know, stink. Don't come near stink me. Stink is a good word. Stink, stink is a good word. Uh, is it? Uh, apesta. Apesta. No? Yeah. Apesta. Apesta. So, yeah. So, you know, if I eat garlic by accident in something that I didn't realize had garlic, which in Spain, this is the problem. It's very easy to do because almost mm-hmm. everything has garlic. Even yeah. when they tell you it doesn't, it does. Mm-hmm. They lie even, or not lie, but they just think, that it's not so important. It's only a little bit. But yeah. but my wife will detect it immediately and then she won't come near me for like, and it's incredible, maybe three <laughs> days. No, no, I was going to joke a week, but literally <laughs> it could be two or three days later and she's still saying, you still stink of garlic. Oh, going, wow. That's impossible. <laughs> wow. So I mean, that's crazy. hypersensitive that's crazy. Doesn't, isn't the word, it's beyond isn't the word. hypersensitive. Yeah. But anyway, okay. so that she does not fulfill the stereotype of the no, Spanish no. person in so many ways. No? Yeah, and neither. Yeah, so it's kind of like in a way. Yeah, and you are kind of slightly different. Also, you're not the standard. You're not this. You're not the standard Englishman anymore. Yeah, the standard right? Brit too. Yeah, yeah. You you yeah, are definitely. Uh, yeah, you definitely got a lot of Spanish characteristics to yeah. your habits. That's for sure. Yeah, de- so, well, yeah. and now I eat the Spanish timetable. So more. Oh, there I you think go. I eat Even later more. than most Spanish people. <laughs> I'm having my dinner at like ten thirty, eleven at night sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I become very Spanish, yes, in many ways. Okay, but Alistair, I said that this would be a very tasty class, which it, it oh, yeah. has been pretty tasty so far. But what we want to do is give more particular food expressions to our listeners, right? Yeah, we've only had the garlic um, so far, and they're very negative. Well, yeah, and, that, and, and there we don't even have any expressions, right? There's no we really don't. garlic God expression. God, there's garlic. So, except no. that my wife maybe is a vampire, you know. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that explains her aversion maybe, to garlic. Maybe she comes from Roma- Romania. Romania, Transylvania. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's know. right. But... That's right. In terms of food, she's not totally un-Spanish. In the mm-hmm. so she loves rice dishes, obviously paella, etc. She loves seafood. She yeah. she loves lentils and she loves beans. She adore anything, any dish with beans. Sort of like the fabada is a famous dish from Asturias, from the north of Spain. And yeah. this is where we thought beans. Ah, now there we get some expressions. There we, now those. we get some expressions. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And and so yeah, that's what we're going to do. Give we're going to give you a, a, a few different words and some expressions connected to them. And uh, yeah, beans is the first one. It's obviously like judías, right? And in fact, right at the beginning, right at the beginning of this episode, you wanted to say one particular expression. I, with I almost said the expression, and I stopped. Yeah, myself. and, and I that said, particular expression. What, what was that? Yes, well, I was just right. about to say, I'm full of, and I stopped myself, I'm full that's of right. beans this morning. That's full of full beans. beans. Lleno de judías. Now, that's right. I, when I've said that to my clients in the past, that expression, they're going, uh, what? and I say, what do you think that means? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's an idiom, so idioms don't necessarily have logical, you know, meanings. Mm. Um, and they say, oh, so you're very, you've just eaten a big... F- meal like a fabada full of you're mm. full of food or mm. full of beans mm. literally and you're sitting there on the sofa for you have to undo your belt on your trousers you can't move you're tired you need a siesta yeah you're f- that's yeah. the image that it provokes saying you're full of beans that's right because you take it literally full of mm. beans you go no mm. it's actually completely the opposite mm. it means you're full of energy like hyperactive you want to run out and climb a mountain or cycle a hundred kilometers or go running or, <laughs> and they're like what full of beans <laughs> how would you go? 
How would you go running when you fall? Oh, I no, see. Well, yeah, contradiction in terms. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like a total contradiction to its actual meaning. Yeah, yeah. So full, full of beans, beans is full of energy. Now, see. I always say to my, uh, I've no idea. I've never looked in Wikipedia or whatever to see the origin. I say, yeah. well, I imagine that it comes from beans give you protein. Right. It's a form of protein, and protein gives you energy. And yeah. I would imagine that maybe the expression, at least it has some logic, not a lot, but some, that the yeah. beans give you energy, so you're full of energy. Now, you're not literally full of beans. You haven't, so, you know, you haven't been eating a big meal. So, yeah. for example, your children, maybe, I don't know, when the, it's often ref- used to re- describe kids, when kids are going crazy, when they're full of no, energy, that's and they're true. running yeah, around that's the true. house, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you go, my God, the kids are full of beans this morning. Take them out to the park or something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's a strange expression, because, yeah, if you, Literally, you go full of beans, so they can yeah. hardly move. No, they're, yeah. they're just they're ready for their beans. siesta, really. To be honest, if they're full, yeah, of beans, you should right? be ready for siesta. <laughs> if you're full, literally full of beans. That's right. But, but in no. this case, it means the opposite. It means you got full, loads and loads of energy. Loads of energy. Yeah. And of course, when we were talking about beans, we also talked about uh, before we started the episode. We we're talking about baked beans. Now, my son is a big fan of baked beans. He loves it. My daughter doesn't like them at all. And my wife. There you and are, your wife also English likes thing, them, right? Yeah, because she's very yeah. Anglophile with the tea. Yeah, the absolutely. Beans. I think your wife, which you're, I don't know, yeah. begin to explain what a crumpet is, but it's a yeah. very typical English thing. So she likes a lot of English things that most Spanish people, not necessarily they don't like, they probably never tried them, but they just have mm. an aversion going, oh, how can you eat yeah. that? It looks disgusting. Or It sounds a little bit like my son, like, as you say, an Anglophile. Yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. who's really a real big fan of everything that comes from England, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, this is like everything, but yeah, lots of things. And yeah, the fact yeah, she likes absolutely. baked beans. I think she yeah. said something to her mother about baked beans who immediately went like, oh, que asco. And she's like, but it's <laughs> beans, <laughs> which Spanish people love, in tomato yeah. sauce. So it's not yeah. that weird or strange, but no. it's just sort of an immediate response of many looking going, oh, how can you eat that? And my wife goes, no, it's lovely. They're fantastic. So she's picked up a lot of these things, obviously, vi- with me visiting England. And then yeah, she's, of course, of know, course. She's absolutely. tried these things that she never would have otherwise. No. Or fish and chips. She, uh, she, I'll tell you something she loves that very few Spanish people have either ever tried this or like it. Mushy mm. peas. Oh, mushy peas. Wow. So how we describe it? Well, <laughs> okay, okay. yeah, it's peas, guisantes, and they've been mush is like sort of aplastados. No, it's hard to. Yeah. So yeah. they're, they're cooked for a long time and then sort of squashed. So they become a, a mass of green. They look radioactive green. I mean, they don't look very appetizing. They do, don't they? They it's do. It's an incredible they, I don't bright know. green, yeah. fluorescent I, green color. Which I think it's because it's because of the it's because of the, coloring, because of the probably. skin. <laughs> I think the no, I don't yeah, think it's. I think it's the, they mash yeah. it in, so that's why it gives it comes mm. suddenly looks like radioactive. As you yeah, say, it's like but a puree. Like, well, it's not as puree as a puree. It's not. Liquid, no, it isn't. No, but it's no. all. It's like mashed potato. Here they say patata, puree, puree de patatas. The patata, puree de patatas. So it's like yeah. a puree de guisantes, which doesn't exist. So and it's, and it's very bright green. It's a very strange color. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. As they say, it looks yeah. radioactive, no, or something. It does. And it does. you know, I think even lots of English people don't like mushy peas. No, it's I'm not a big a, fan. I'm not no, a big no. fan. I have to and say, it's a very northern <laughs> English thing. I think a lot of people from the south, like you. Would be yeah. like, oh, mushy we just peas. have normal peas. We don't have we just mushy have peas, normal but, peas. Yeah, but I but adore. Tr- and my wife tried them in England with fish. You know, typical fish and chips with mushy yeah. peas. And yeah. She absolutely loves them. I mean, she wanted wow. to buy them in England to bring them back here. <laughs> Can you do that? I don't even know. Well, they, they have them in that. a tin, but then I said, yeah, okay, okay. yeah, but they're never as good. I mean, you've got to have right, them right. In a, from a fish and chip place. Mm. They're just never the same in a tin. Like many things, they're never the same in a tin. It's a bit like gravy. Whenever. It's like bringing back gravy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so she loves mushy peas, English tea, fish and chips. What was wow. the other thing we said at the beginning? Baked beans. 
Yeah, crazy. So crazy. yeah, very un-Spanish. Very. But yeah, let's go back to English beans. Me, I think. Let's go back to beans. Let's go back to it. So have full of beans, but then you also have another expression, which is to spill the beans, right? And what does spill. that mean, Alice? There's a kind of good one as well, because and I'm sure like most of our listeners probably wouldn't understand. It's like, oh, go on, Alice, to spill the beans. Go on, spill yeah. the beans. Shall I Maybe spill you the can beans about about spill the beans. beans? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, go on then. Well, first you have to say what spill means. I can't remember yes. the Spanish word for spill. Is it derumbar? Well, it's basically like you could spill. A liquid, your your coffee. So if you have a drink, something with liquid, or and you 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 knock it over by mistake, mm. and the liquid spills on the table. So you say, oh, somebody spilt spilt the milk or spilt the coffee on the table. So it's when the liquid comes out of a container onto mm. a surface. Basically, it's to spill. S P I W L, and past is spilt. So it's irregular mm. verb. So yeah, to spill the beans. Literally, when you imagine these things, is you imagine a container of beans. And and the the beans fall out all over the table, but that's not yeah. the case. Nothing to do with spilling the beans, literally. So what it means is, well, if I have a secret, so if I have some information, like a secret, for example, could be, I keep it to myself, and you say, come on, spill the beans. So it means to to tell the secret or to give that information that you've been keeping yes. to yourself. No, absolutely. Would you agree yeah. with me? That's my no, no, absolutely. That's exactly right. Yeah, to spill the beans is kind of yeah. It is information that has not been given, or it's a kind of it can be like a secret. Maybe yeah, yeah it's like somebody says, oh, "I can't tell yeah. you that," and then I said, "Come on, spill the come beans." On, spill the it beans, doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know, I'm not going to tell anyone. You know, whatever. You can so, spill yeah. the beans. Yeah, so it's a, yeah. sort of admitting. Or it could be like a cri- I don't know if you can use it in sort of criminal things. You know, when to to admit to a crime. No, well, so he yeah, spelled, you know, the Yeah, so when somebody confesses, well, it's like confess, I suppose, to yeah. some extent. No, confess out. Yeah. yeah. So you've got something you're keeping to yourself, information of some kind or a secret, and then you 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 tell someone. No, so you spill the beans. Yeah. So you could say, yeah. I know the criminal, you know, under the police investigation, whatever, finally spilt the beans. And yeah. said, yes, I did it. I'm guilty. I don't know. You could use it maybe like that. Sure, sure, uh, sure, sure. So anyway, absolutely. yeah, I just spilled the beans on spill the beans. So I've just told people <laughs> what it means. No? That's right. Not that That's it right. was a secret, but. No, no. Good. So there you go. We've got a bit about beans, but we've got a few other words that we also want to cover. And the first one, which is kind of very interesting, and I think it's particularly interesting because of sort of English eating habits, is cucumber. The translation, yeah. obviously, is which is pepino, right? Pepe. And we, in English, we have this very interesting expression, which is to be as cool as a cucumber, right? As cool as um, a cucumber. Yeah. They are a bit strange because cucumbers are so common in England in terms of also being in sandwiches, right? And uh, I think, you know, Spanish... Certainly, a Spanish you know, most in a salad, basically a cucumber. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, in a salad. Yeah, uh, yeah. They find it kind of strange. It's kind of like unusual yeah. to have it in a in a sandwich. Yeah. Um, exactly. And, I think that's you know, it, that's a very English stereotype. Yeah, um, this idea of cucumber sandwiches very sort of goes with a sort of afternoon tea. Tea las cinco, as they say in Spain. So your <laughs> afternoon tea, especially when you go to sort of restaurants and hotels. <laughs> Yeah. Posh hotels, posh, no, pijo. Actually, actually, it was also tea. something very common in business meetings. Oh, really? I don't know. No, what, yes, I've never business yes, meetings, yes. So I don't no, no. When I was working in London, and often yeah. we'd be kind of like working through lunchtime. And of course, like in England, lunch is, especially when you're working, is kind of reduced in, in you don't go to a restaurant in many cases. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of just absolutely Quick, reduced fast. as much as it yeah. possibly can be. And if you're in the middle of a meeting and you know that that meeting is going to go from, you know, from 11 till 4 or 3, whatever, mm. then often sandwiches were brought in and you would, it was very common to have sort of, 
the whole idea of cucumber sandwiches and everything else. So it's yeah. kind of no, kind of very Spanish interesting and very English. Because yeah. they say this is a thing for salad and it's very, I can't think of the word, but you know, Spanish sandwiches t- tend to be bocadillos. They often say, how do you say bocadillo? Because in Spanish it's not the same as sandwich. That's true, that's true. It's and very difficult the to translate, word, yeah. sandwich and bocadillo, yeah. which is Boca not the same. For a Spanish see. person, two things completely different. To English yeah. people, a sandwich encompasses any, well, two pieces of bread with something in the middle is a sandwich. So it can be a yeah. big sandwich, a small sandwich. I suppose you'd say a baguette maybe is the nearest, because a baguette is a certain type of bread, no? Yeah. So maybe you might say to, uh, a baguette instead of a sandwich, but it's a baguette is a sandwich, just with a different yeah. kind of bread. So we tend to use sandwich in a much more general sense. It can be big, small, with different types of bread. But yeah, the idea of it to a Spanish person who like their bocadillos, like huge pieces of bread with a lot of filling, you know, full of chorizo, jamón. And to them, the idea of having this, because it's not just the fact that it's cucumber, it's like the classic cucumber sandwich you might get in a afternoon tea in a mm-hmm. nice hotel in England. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a very touristy thing as well, to be honest. Mm, yeah. They give you these little white bread Pan de molde, yeah. as you say in Spanish. So, yeah. what do we say? Pan de molde in English. Sliced bread. Ah, <laughs> yes, I just thought of an expression. S- the greatest thing since sliced bread, which oh, we didn't think of. Yeah. Which yeah. I love this expression, so it's because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Because you say, you know, it's like some amazing invention. Like, the, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Like, sliced bread is the most amazing thing humans have ever invented. Instead of the <laughs> wheel and fire, is sliced bread, yeah, pan yeah. de molde. Yeah, but it's yeah. an expression, but I like it because it's so silly. Anyway, yeah. so it's usually like white bread, sliced bread, and it's like cut into a triangle, and they mm-hmm. cut off the, I've forgotten the word, the, the edges of the, the bread, the uh, crust. Yeah, the crust, that's the it. The crust, so the hard edges of the bread is yeah. the, is it, I can't remember the Spanish word, but anyways, the, they cut that off to make it yeah. easier to eat, like it's that yeah. difficult to eat the crust. So it's a little, tiny little triangle of white bread with no crust with a few pieces of cucumber in it. So it's not That's exactly right. the most filling of sand. <laughs> you could eat about 50 of them and not even notice you've eaten them. <laughs> That's true. Uh, That's true. And you pay a that lot in true. a hotel for that kind of thing. you know. So you, yeah. they charge you a lot of money for a little piece of bread with a bit of cucumber. Mm. So I think to most Spanish people, even to most English people, I think is like, well, you know, this is a... A rip-off. Now, if we, a rip-off. People go back to old episodes of the podcast. <laughs> we did and it's un ungaño. Un like ungaño, like, un timo. Yeah, un timo, un timo like, también. Your sí. experience with a Polish taxi driver, but that's right. can go that's back right. and look for that one. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and that's so sort of English, you know. The, it is, the, it is. Sitting there yeah. having afternoon tea, very sort of elegant and, you know, with yeah. little cucumber sandwiches. That's right, that's um, right. But you're right, it doesn't fill you up at all. And actually, it's probably not very nutritious, except for the cucumber. The cucumber could potentially be all right. But I mean, the white bread... It's 90% water, I think, cucumber. Well, yeah, that's okay. But I mean, the white bread in itself is pretty... It's not great. It's not great for you, to be honest. Yeah, there's no nutrition. But anyway, cool as a cucumber, what is it? Yes, that's right. Cool as a cucumber. So if I said, Daniel, you're as cool as a cucumber. When you do these podcasts, you're always cool as a cucumber. Yeah. What does that mean? Basically means that you don't really get stressed, right? He's like, you yeah. know, you could, you could say, oh, you know, he goes up and does a presentation in front of uh, 300 yeah. people, but it doesn't boss. really affect him. It doesn't really affect him. He's mm. like, he's cool as a cucumber. Does nothing, nothing has an impact on him. He just like, can, mm. he's able to do it under, even under a lot of pressure, he's mm. as cool as a cucumber, you yeah. know? So sort of um, calm, so, relaxed, and you yeah. don't let, unstressed. Yeah. yeah, so people are very good at doing those things. They can perform in public or, you know, like you said, a presentation in front of the CEO and they're totally calm, relaxed. They don't get, 
you know, worried or stressed. So that's yeah. cool as a cucumber. So yeah, very relaxed, yeah. very calm, tranquilo, no? Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, so, yeah you, you always seem very cool as a cucumber to me, Daniel. I never, you yeah. never sense that you're stressed. Yeah, I know, I know, but I know, I'm not not 100 percent sure. I can't. I think that's my external. <laughs> yeah, sometimes appearance, it's an image, but that actually, you're able, yeah, yeah it's not but I'm not. Reality. I'm not necessarily like that under yeah. under the under, you the, know, under the skin under, under the surface. The surface. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Good. Yeah. Okay. So the cool as a cucumber. Yeah, absolutely. Another very tasty expression. And I think, considering the time, Alistair, I think we're just going to go for one more. And we're going to go for cake. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So. Um, Cake is obviously tarta, easy translation yeah, or there. Or bizcocho can be both. Oh, that's true. That's bizcocho, true. Bizcocho, tarta. That's true. We, again, we have limited vocabulary. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yes. Cake is everything. So all kinds of tartas, bizcochos. Yeah. We, we don't, we don't uh, differentiate. They're all cakes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. And the expression that we're going to do today is a piece of cake. Okay. Now, you will hear this quite, quite frequently, I would say. This is like a lot of people use this expression. Definitely in the UK. I don't know about in America. But yeah, this is a piece of cake. All right. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, have to do, I have to do this, but there's going to be a piece of cake. Don't worry. You know. So what does that mean, Alistair? Piece of yeah. cake. Well, yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Yeah, no, there is no cake, so <laughs> nothing to do with cake. It's a piece <laughs> of cake. Is yeah, it's it's easy. It's simple. It's not difficult. It's easy right. to do. That's right. Um, so I don't know. Could be. Well, we have to do. We do live sessions, don't we, in the fluency community? Where you mm-hmm. you know we connect at a certain time, and we'd never know how many people are going to connect to the live session, to the chat, to the yeah. video chat. Could be five. Could be twenty. And you've got an hour where you're live with these people, and uh, yeah, that could be quite. If you haven't done it before, it's quite stressful, or it could be stressful. No, it's quite it could a, be stressful. Yeah, it could be yeah. Stressful, so yeah. I mean, those people who are cool as a cucumber have no problem because, of course, yeah. they're very relaxed, unstressed. But you could say, "Oh no, how do you find?" You could ask me and say, "How, how did you find that the sessions? And do you find it stressful, difficult? Where you feel under pressure with those people? On a you know, you've got to perform there in front of a camera." And he yep. goes, "No, it's a pe- no piece of cake." Piece of cake. Yeah, it was so, no, cake. it was easy, no problem. simple. Yeah. I think Spanish yeah. you say chupao, chupao. Oh yeah. <laughs> in Spain, I don't know about Latin America. Yeah, that, probably yeah, we not. Don't know. But here, yeah, there yeah. are various expressions. One of them is, you know, chupar is to suck. So I yeah. Yeah, with that one, yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's true, but, yeah, um, piece of cake, piece of cake, yeah, absolutely. Easy, yeah. no problem. Yeah, easy, no problem, yeah, at all, yeah, good. Okay, so there we have three, well, lots of lots of stories, lots of different yeah. sort From of garlic, ingredients. To beans, to cucumber, to, to cake. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. But the, the things to go away with from this episode are obviously those key expressions, okay, especially because you will probably hear them and they might confuse you and whatever. And so let, hopefully now you might have... A at least a little bit of an idea what they actually mean, right? So you've got spill the beans, which is obviously when somebody doesn't want to give you information, but then you kind of encourage them to do so. Kind of, come on, spill the beans. You can tell us. Full of beans is meaning like loads of energy. Somebody has loads of energy, especially kids. They can be full of beans and they kind of, you've got to get out of the house because they're so full Hyper, of beans, right? Hyperactive. Hyperactive, exactly. Then we went to cucumbers and you can be as cool, cool as a cucumber. So you're kind of calm in, no matter what the, is happening around you, you no matter panic. what the stress, you never panic. You are in control no matter what happens. And then finally, we did a piece of cake. Yeah, which basically means that something is really easy. You know, it's just absolutely a doddle, you can say in English as well. Ah, it's a doddle. That's a good one, a doddle. Yeah, yeah a doddle, yeah. There's quite a lot of expressions for, you know, saying things are easy. Yeah, that's right. That's there are right. two of them, good one, piece of cake, it's a doddle. 
very easy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Good. So there you go, Alistair. Super interesting episode. I love that, especially listening about all those different. Yeah, you're, you're kind of like chalk and cheese. Your, oh, no, you, there's your, a great expression. <laughs> I'm glad you thought chalk, of that one. Chalk yeah. and cheese, but it is kind of like, in a way, opposites attract. I know that that's not really the case in your, in, mm. but it's just interesting that you you have all these Spanish characteristics or hot, uh, sort of habits, and, my and wife you're has even uh, more English characteristics. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind yeah. of super interesting. Isn't so it? chalk, so, just so people know, chalk is tita that you write mm. on the blackboard at school. Not now, but in the past. Yeah, uh, nobody uses chalk anymore. I don't think. And, and obviously people know cheese. So you might say, what are it? It's just two things that are totally different. It could be anything, right. but for some reason, yeah. I suppose because it, right, it's got the sound ch at the beginning. Yeah. Chalk, Chalk and cheese. cheese. That's why we yeah. choose those two words. Because it yeah. could be, you know, a bicycle and a television or you know, anything. <laughs> well, but for some reason, we've chosen it's Chalk like and cheese, two people yeah. are totally different. They're like chalk and cheese. Yeah. Uh, no idea why. We'll have to yeah, look at that Sometimes expressions one. are very strange when they you are, start analysing. Good. Alistair, thank you very much. Really interesting to hear all about that and all your Spanish habits and your wife's English ones. Really yeah, I hope she never listens to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> probably not going to be very happy. <laughs> well, well, you know, we'll she, see. We'll see. You can let us know. You can yeah. let us know. <laughs> Luckily, she doesn't listen to the podcast because okay, there's quite okay. quite a few podcasts where I've <laughs> I've mentioned her in various ways, not always that flattering. So yeah, it's probably a good thing. Okay, 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 good. Anyway, thank you very much for sharing that with us. It was like very, very interesting. Yeah. And I'll see you again next week. Yeah, okay? pleasure as always. Cheers. All right, speak soon. See you then. Bye, bye.